What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of CTE Baseball. I'm Sawyer, and I'm here with Ben. How are we doing, Ben? Oh, we're doing good. We're doing real good. Hear that? We're doing good. So, first off, I want to I wanna apologize. I know it's been a minute. We've been busy. Summer, work, people out of town, people, one of us in town, one of us out, all the above, right? But it's after July 4th weekend. Things are starting to go down a little bit, and we're back. We're here ready to talk some baseball right in time. All-Star Weekend's coming up. Is it ne- It's next weekend, right? Pretty sure. Pretty sure I it's next, it weekend. next weekend. Anyway, this is July 6th, by the way, for you listeners back home. Anyways, so, Ben, like always, we start off with a random question just to get the ball rolling, get the juices flowing, right? Start us off, Ben. Blow me away. Okay. So – this will be a little. This will be a little weird, but most. What is the most superior form of facial hair, in your opinion? The most superior, like just mustache, a certain style of mustache. Okay. Beard, like clean shaven. So you're not talking about for me. You just mean in general, like in general. I know, like I know for me, I'm going. Full stash. I think I'm rocking the Fu Manchu right now. Um, okay. So it's, you know, I like it. It's my style. I know you've got a full yeah, beard. I do. I do. So for me, it's full beard because I look like I'm maybe eight years old if I'm clean shaven. And when I have a just a mustache, I look like John Wayne Gacy, the serial killer. So, but on the other hand, personally, I think the most superior is just a stash. If you can pull it off, what's better? Dude, like there is nothing, nothing better than it's manly, than a good mustache. It's manly, but at the same time, there's a lot of innocence behind it. It <laughs> just depends on the person. Like you, you've got the Fu Manchu; it looks good. But like Miles Teller, that little stash he had for Top Gun. Listen, I'm straight. I'm married to a woman, but man, I was in that movie theater questioning things. And I think we all were. I think we all were. So because of that, I'm going to say the stash. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. Stash is the superior facial hair. Yeah, and it makes me so sad because I can't pull one off, but I'm not bitter about it. If someone Here's else can, then it sh- it should be done. I don't think I've ever seen you try to pull off the mustache. No, you have. I've done it a couple times in college. It just didn't work. I think if I was skinnier, I could definitely pull it off because I can grow a good one. It's just like my face don't look right with it. (laughs) I was about to say, yours yours shows a lot better than mine. Yours has got that nice red tint to it that pops a lot better. I like my beard, but I do wish I could go just stash. Also, a big reason for that is like, if you just have a stash, that's a lot less you have to deal with. Oh, yeah. Because I have to, like, trim my beard every day. Like, give it a little, like, shaving some off. I have to do that every day. So, but, you know, I mean, th- that is my final answer to your question. So. Well, I fully agree. It's a good answer. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. So, this is off topic. Me and Ben are... We always play video games while we record. It's fun. So, Ben, so far I have Sandy Alcantara 
And I got Julio Rodriguez in the second round. Another guy who I can't wait to talk about. But solid, solid. Speaking of things we have to talk about, you know, me and Ben, we're both Braves fans. We're currently leading the Cardinals 3 0. They do have bases loaded. They do have bases loaded. But, anyways, Ben, how are we feel? How are we feeling about this team right now, dude? I feel really good. So yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was watching. I think it was uh, MLB Network one day while at work, and somebody was talking about um, how the Braves are doing. They're like, "Oh, the Mets are just metsing," and the compatriot they had on the show was like, "The Mets aren't metsing yet. They're the Braves are just playing that well." Was it through uh, June? We went twenty-one and six, tied the all, our all-time record for most wins in a single month. Playing just some amazing baseball. Mm-hmm. Went from ten and a half games back um, at the start of June to now two and a half games back. If we win tonight, we're one and a half games because I think the Mets lost today. So I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I think they did, um, but. Either way, we're hovering at that two and a half to one and a half games. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a team that sh- it's starting to click. Um, there are some concerns I have, like with our bullpen. Every time Darren O'Day comes in, I have a mini heart attack. Um, same thing with Will Smith. That I'm used to. But um, like, and we're getting to this later with uh, talking about All Star Game and all that. But um. William Contreras is really having a breakout season. He's honestly he's our catcher of the future. Darno's yeah. playing a really good role. Dansby is honestly having an MVP level season. Um, he's been amazing. He is. I was looking at it. He's leading in uh, most major categories for shortstops. He also, since I think it was like May twenty third, was the day. Uh, leads the MLB across all positions in hits. It's like 62. Mm-hmm. Um, this is before the game tonight on uh, July 6th. So we're starting to catch our pace. Michael Harris has been amazing. Um, when we first really got this podcast going, I know um, we talked about some of the prospects in the Braves organization that we liked. And I know I talked a lot up on Michael Harris that next week he got promoted and he has not looked back at all. He's been so um, good. He's he's he he's doing what I hoped Christian Pache would do last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's actually got the hitting side of it down. He comes up clutch when he needs it. He can get those singles, the doubles. Yeah. Um, he sacrifices when he needs to and gets sack flies. Just really an all around good player and. Makes me really excited for what he's going to do in the future, but he's really stepped up this season. Um, I know about a week or two ago, I saw the stat that we were 22 and 24 without without Michael Harris in our lineup. And um, after that game, the game we played that night, we were 22 and eight with him in the lineup. Mm-hmm. So, player that's really, really shown he was ready and was ready for that jump from double A to triple A. Yeah. So just really excited for what we're doing. And, you know, if we can catch a lucky break and the Mets can keep losing, I think we'll win our, was it, fifth straight pennant in a lease pennant? Or yeah, fourth I mean, straight? you know, either way, a lot in a row. But for me, I felt 
I was never someone sitting there doubting this team. You know, everybody's freaking out. I was like, I don't think this team top to bottom is as good as last year's. So I was, I wasn't worried, but in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, what if they can't put it together? Cause we were, we weren't struggling, struggling, but we weren't playing good. We were definitely on a world series hangover. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, is this going to be the year we kind of fall off, fall behind the Mets a little bit, you know, whatever. And I don't think, I think the call up of Michael Harris and Acuna returning was the spark we needed. And obviously losing Ozzy hurts that it's not hurting too bad right now, but you know, if he's not back by the time playoffs start, you're going to really, really see the difference. Um, but, man, I mean, it's not going to matter unless we make it. And right now it's it's looking good. I'm really, really enjoying the way the team's playing. They're playing really good. It's fun to watch. Olsen's hitting the ball after, for some reason, Braves fans are hating on him because he's not hitting 300. Sorry, he's not Freddie Freeman. Yeah. He, do, he doesn't have to be. Freddie Freeman didn't lead the National League in doubles. You know, it is what it is. Olsen's that guy. So, yeah. um, Olsen, Olsen's not even just leading the National League in doubles. He's on course for a record season with doubles. He, it's he, like he's, he's almost touching. He's been everything we could want and more. So what? He's not on pace to hit 45 home runs. Like, honestly, I predicted. He still could. But – if he's putting the ball in gaps and stuff, that's fine with me. That's fine with me. I didn't expect him to come in and hit 300. Mm-mm. I mean, that was Freddie's game, but, you know, this is a completely different player. So. And I would say Matt Olson's like, signing for us definitely – um, it kind of, like, symbolized the kind of direction we wanted to go in in terms of our hitting, playing a lot more small ball, looking to mm-hmm. – grind our way out, get multiple people on base, um, a lot of singles, a lot of doubles, less home runs um, than I feel like we've seen in previous years, not as relying on going yard to get out of, like, jams and get win games, um, which that's how last year, even though we won a World Series, it felt like anytime we won a game, we had to hit three home runs to do it. This year, it's it's we've been playing a lot smarter, Um getting a lot of walks, just working our way uh, through games. We're scoring in multiple innings instead of just big bursts at a time. And Matt Olson honestly epitomizes that in my mind of the direction that this team wants to go in terms of hitting. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely a clutch player, too. He comes up uh, and hits and gets gets runs, gets RBIs, uh, gets hits in some very big spots and something that really, really excites me. And it's it's, it symbolizes that love of baseball. Um, me and my brother talk about it a lot that, yeah, baseball may be a slow sport, but the beauty of it is it's, it, it's like a pressure cooker. It, yeah. It's not a lot's going to happen all at once. It's got to build and build and build. And when it finally releases, you get that like, oh, this is why I love watching this. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a beautiful sport. And, you know, this team, they love playing it, and I think that's the main reason they've been successful this year, even through everything that's happened to them. I mean, I feel like every year as a Braves fan, I mean, yeah, we won the World Series last year, whatever, but, like, every year there's some kind of adversity the team has to deal with. Yeah. And this year's no different, and they're powering through it, and they're looking amazing for the All-Star yeah. break, so. 
very, very excited about the rest of the year. Speaking of the all-star break, Ben, it's phase two of voting. And let's go through this together. You know, we can have different opinions. I encourage that. But let's go through it together, okay? So, you know, phase two, there's less players to vote from. It's about two at every position besides the outfield. Yeah. So, we're going to have a lot of the same opinions. And when we do, we're going to tell you why these are the same or why they're different or whatever. So, Ben, first base for the American League, we have Todd France and Vladdy Jr. Saying it out loud, I'm like, why is this a – why is this a difficult choice? But let's break it down a little bit. Let's break it down a little bit. Ty France, he's hitting 316 with 10 homers, 45 RBIs, with an 866 OPS. That's amazing. Yeah, he doesn't have the power that Vlad has, but more than often at the plate, he's your guy. Oh, yeah. More than and, Vlad. And I was going to say, that's how I, that's, that's where, like, I agree with you on this. Like, I definitely go Ty France. He's been he's been one of those guys that's just kind of stuck out um, all season long and has constantly constantly been there for the Mariners. Yeah, I mean, Vlad is Vlad. If you watch baseball, you know him. But at the same time, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I don't want to be, I don't want to take away from Ty France what he earned just because he's not named Vlad Junior. Yeah. So and I think you can say what you want real quick. Hold on. Oh, well, I was Go gonna ahead. say, and I think that's uh that's my one of my biggest gripes like with the all-star voting now. It feels like a popularity contest. And yeah, it's only for the players that have the big names. Um and a lot of players that are doing really well that don't have that household name kind of uh status miss out on a chance that they honestly have worked. Mm-hmm. very hard to deserve and that's why like that's one of the things is why i would select ty france he he has worked it he has shown he deserves to be there and he deserves to start oh he's that guy 100 not i mean yeah so we're both locking in top france here so do you want to go first base back and forth like by position or you want to keep going down the american league list I just say keep going down the American League and then we'll tackle the National League because I feel like we're going to have a little bit of difference in the National League. Versus... Yeah, it, it is a little bit more difficult. All right, so second base, it's Jose Altuve batting 278, 16 homers, 29 RBIs with an 892 OPS against Santiago Espinal of the Blue Jays batting 269 with six homers, 37 RBIs with a 722 OPS. Ben, where are we leaning? If I'm being honest, I lean Espinal, but it's not on a uh, he's doing better basis. Besides, like, in RBIs, he is not handedly beating Altuve in that, but is um, leading by a bit. I just also don't like the Houston Astros. Um, but I'm, a, I'm over I'll, that, personally, but we can talk about eh, that in a minute. One, I'll be over it once Altuve leads. Uh, that and whenever that happens, which is, I still would pick him. He's doing really well and is probably the best uh, second baseman right now in the uh, the AL. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, Espinal's playing really good, but I don't think he's, 
I don't think he's crossed that point to beat out Altuve yet. But yeah. he's shown he's shown me a lot. He sh- he really has. I mean, somebody a lot of people didn't even, even know about before this season. So you know that's good. This is the, all right. So third base. This is probably the hardest one for me out of this whole thing. So it's Rafi Devers batting 327, 17 homers, 46 RBIs, a 962 OPS. That is unreal. And Jose Ramirez, somebody who I've been I've been high on for MVP all year, still am, batting 285, 16 homers, 63 RBIs, and a 939 OPS. This is so, so close. Ben, where are we leaning on this? Honestly, just because of how close it is, it, this one this one does come down to like who I like better, my personal preference. I love I love Rafi. I love Rafael Devers so, a lot, um, and he he'd get my vote easy. Just be just because it is in terms of like what they're doing, how they're doing this year, super super tight, and so he's who I like a little bit more. All right, so I don't. I don't disagree with you, so don't take it this way. Um, yes, Rafi is far and away deserving of an all-star spot. But hear me out on this, okay? Imagine – I know this is an MVP race, whatever, but imagine the Cleveland Guardians without Jose Ramirez. Oh, Where would they would be, be without him? Surely not four and a half games back in the Central. No, um, God, I, I can't, I can't even put into words how much I like Jose Ramirez and Rafi Devers. Um, just Ramirez is such an unbelievable player, switch hitter, great glove, 63 RBIs is unreal at this point in the season. Um, God, it's just so hard for me, but Rafi is one of my favorite players in baseball, a top five player for me, but. I'm going to go Ramirez. I'm going to, I'm going to mix it up. Um, they both deserve to be there, obviously, but I'm going to, my pick is going to be Jose Ramirez here just because I think about he embodies his team and carries his team more than anyone in the MLB, arguably, and yeah. he's, he's that guy for me here. All right, moving on. Moving on. Shortstop. Tim Anderson, Bobachet, and – I got a little rant, a little rant. Blue Jays fans, this is what you're supposed to be doing, so don't take it as I'm mad at you. You're supposed to be supporting your team. I think every – I've done this. I did a regular ballot, and then I did a ballot where I picked the whole Braves lineup. You know, just as – I got to support the boys, right? Yeah. But don't do this. Why is Boba Shed even on this list? He's batting 257, which isn't – Awful, 13 home runs, 44 RBIs, 730 OPS, with Tim Anderson batting 314 with five home runs, 20 RBIs, 779 OPS. Yes, Boba Shett's put out more power. Yes, Boba Shett's put out more RBIs. But Tim Anderson has been hurt. He's batting 314, and he is so good. I feel like this is a little bit closer than I'm making it seem, but for me, I'm going Tim Anderson. But, like, listen, Blue Jays fans, don't vote for your players like this. Like, there shouldn't be four people on here from your team. It's just to me. But I get the support. I understand it. I'm not upset. 
Let's just try to be a little bit more realistic. Okay. Ben, who you got Sorry, to show stop? Before I get to my pick, I'm just I do want to laugh real quick that when we get to the uh you know the whole don't why are there four blue jays cracks me up because there are six race players apparently. Well <laughs> just, I, I I said race fans included. I said that out loud. <laughs> it just cracked me up. But no, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. I Tim Anderson is he he's he's doing takes the words out of my mouth like he he's a, he's a really good player he's doing well this season and even if he doesn't have the power it's the clutch situations that he's able to get himself in um oh and the Braves Braves just won nice he just brings um, the energy too he, he just does he'd be so fun to have at the all-star game yeah I, I I like Tim Anderson I he's one of those he's one of those guys if I'm playing a team in a uh, franchise mode and uh, the show, if I don't have a good shortstop, he's somebody I will go after just because he fun dude to play with. Like him, uh, like watching him play too. He did make a bit of a mistake earlier today, though, um, in his game against the Twins. I didn't um, see it. What did he do? So it was early in the game, and bases were loaded. Uh, batter hits it. Um, into a ground what would be a double play mm-hmm. a ground ball double play and anderson catches it and as he's going to make the tag he pulls the ball out of the glove so uh, he can wind up to throw it and tags and throws um they review it of course and score the run and move uh the guy on second to third and the guy on first to second and call the guy out at first uh, or call the batter out but just thought that was a little funny coming in, of course, like talking about him right now. Yeah. Well, moving on from that. Catcher, I don't even want to talk about it. It's Alejandro Kirk in no the discussion. Debate. You can look up his numbers. You can look up Trevino's, and then he'll realize why we're not talking about this. Moving on. Outfield. This is where it gets a little hard. Obviously, so if you don't know, the top two um, players who receive the most votes – before phase two, automatically get in. And that is Ronald Acuna and Aaron Judge. So for the American League, Aaron Judge. Okay. So there's four other people here we have to pick from. We have to pick two more. It's Mike Trout, John Carlos Stanton, George Springer, and Yuli Gurriel. Two Blue Jays. I don't well, have to say Gurriel. Oh, yeah. Yuli's with the Astros. Never mind. So for me, see, it's kind of hard because I don't want to vote Stanton here, but I feel like I have to. Just because, he, I mean, he's having a good year. He's having a Stantonian Stan year, as Yes Network would say. 240. That's what you expect from Stanton. But he's got 20 homers and 53 RPS. He's balling. So, let's go ahead and lock in Stanton. You agree with that, Ben? Yeah, I, I agree with that. And then Mike Trout. No doubt. Do I have to say anything else? It's Mike Trout. It's Mike Trout. I'm, I'm not going to say anything else. So, all right, DH, this is where things get a little bit dicey. Okay. We got Jordan Alvarez, who's batting 312 with 25 bombs, 58 RPIs, with the OPS over 1,000. And then Shohei Otani, 260, 18 homers, 53 RBIs, 842 OPS. Ben, what are your thoughts on this, just in general? I, I, I love Shohei. He is 
a freak of nature being able to hit like he does and pitch like he does. Freaking this was a this is for DH, by the way. If this was overall, I'm going Shohei all day. Oh, yes, but it's not. And sh- and he'll still make the all star game. No, he'll probably start I, for I, the American League. Yeah, he'll start pitching, of course. But with the way Alvarez is playing, if you don't choose him, it's yeah, that's just insane. Just the fact, like, just looking at it, the fact that his OPS is above a thousand should say it all. Mm-hmm. Man's man's just doing doing things that almost seem impossible. So, no, I'm I'm 100 with you there. I mean, for me, it's all day Jordan here. Um, Otani's gonna be there. Don't worry. Don't freak out. You're not gonna see him at the All Star game. He's gonna be there. So, moving on. Finish the American League. Let's let's talk National League, Ben. Ooh. First base. This one's kind of hard, but it's not. It's not, but it it, it, it is. Pete Alonso, two seventy nine, twenty two homers, sixty nine RBIs. Nice with a nine oh three OPS. Right. He's having a great year. Oh yeah, that's that's an average. I, I thought I thought to myself so many times, man. If Pete Alonso could get his average around two eighty, he'd be unstoppable. Well, here he is. Um, is he going to keep it up all year? I don't know. I don't know. There's no way to tell. But Paul Goldschmidt's batting three forty three. I mean, come on. His with an OPS over a thousand as well. I mean, come on. Like this is a no brainer. So. What is it? Three, three less home runs, four less RBIs. Yeah, I mean, on a worse team, you know, he's going to get less RBIs. But anyway, this is a no-brainer for me, obviously. Paul Goldschmidt all day here. Love Pete. I would be very, very surprised if he doesn't perform in the uh, well, perform. I don't know the right word. I'd be very, very surprised if he's not in the home run derby again, defending his title. He should. Oh, yeah. He's the best home run derby person in the MLB. Moving on to second base. God, this hurts me. Ozzy and Jazz Chisholm. Jazz is batting 254, Ozzy 244. Jazz has 14 home runs, Ozzy eight. Jazz has 12 more RBIs and almost 200 more OPS. Yeah, Ozzy's been hurt. God, you got to go jazz here, don't you? You have to. Yeah. I mean, as much as the Braves fan in me wants to vote Ozzy, I just can't do it. I can't justify doing it. So, yeah, I mean, you got to make the hard decisions sometimes, and this is one of them. Yeah. I'd love to vote all six uh, Braves players to start, but. You just can't do that, man. No. That's not how it works. So we're going Aussie here all day. <laughs> right? As Braves fans, we got to go Aussie. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. Jazz. Anyways, third base. This one's also very difficult. But my number two most favorite player in the MLB, arguably could be number one, is here. And then there's Manny Machado. Yeah, Manny got hurt, but no one's been balling all year. Three not 293. He hit for the cycle this week, 17 home runs, 55 RBIs, 887 OPS. I mean, yeah, Machado has been good, but he's been hurt. You think a 316 average, would it still be there? Maybe, but 
let's just assume no. And let's roll with let's roll with Nolan here. What do you think, Ben? After watching uh, this past series, honestly, thinking back to it, I can't actually recall necessarily how well Arenado did, but I know that at least whenever I saw him come up to bat, I kind of had a moment of fear that would uh, like creep into me just because he is the kind of guy that, especially this season, he can turn the tide very quickly. Yeah. And and I we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Um, that Machado at, the, at that at the start of the season, he's really carrying the Padres, and of course he did get injured. Um, I just think that's kind of he was doing that, but now is he tapered off a little bit towards the injury, and I just think Arenado definitely does get that uh get that nod. Yeah, I mean Arenado is amazing, it's arguably the best. You know, defensive. Um, oh my gosh, lost my train of thought. Arguably the best defensive third baseman in the game. He's hitting like crazy. The course field effect did nothing for him. He's real deal. He doesn't need course to be good. Anyways, moving on. Ben, I want you to leave this one. Short stops. <laughs> Is there even a question about who I'd select? Uh, Dansby Swanson it could be, but not for oh, us. No, there's there's no question about it. Dansby Swanson. Um. He's batting right now 299, 14 home runs, 49 RBIs, a 853 OPS. His uh, competitor, Trey Turner, 307 average, 11 home runs, 59 RBIs, uh, 839 OPS. Yeah. On, on paper, it looks like a very close fight and should be a hard decision. But I think in reality, if you look at the two separate teams, it's Dodgers, it's Braves, um, two high-caliber teams. Um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I think Dansby easily gets the nod. What Dansby's been doing recently, especially uh, throughout June, throughout that 14-game win streak at the start of that month, mm-hmm. the, through the rest of it, even now going into July, and uh, what started really at the very end of May, he is playing at an MVP level. Um, yeah. Saw today, I forget who the what the guy's name was, um, but MLB Network was talking about him putting out his top five for NL and AL MVP candidates, and Danzig mm-hmm. was number three on there. He's he honestly is just playing at a different level, and I think and the, it comes down to it was like he's playing like a leader. He's in my in my eyes filling that leadership void that Freddie kind of left in that clubhouse, and he's mm-hmm. stepping up. He's playing a lot harder, and he's playing in such a way he deserves to start over Trey Turner. Um, yeah, Trey's doing good, but I I think defensively and then batting as well, Dansby is is a guy I'd much rather have. Yeah, and something else I want to say. Um, Trey Turner's having a hell of a year, but we're down to the phase two. Most, if not all, of these guys are going to be there, either as subs or just you know how all star games go. It's not just going to be they're bringing nine guys and that's it. Like, there's most, if not everybody in this list is going to be there. Um, so just because we didn't vote for them doesn't mean we, they don't deserve it. Anyways, moving on, catcher, we got Wilson Contreras. Travis Darnell. 
Ben, what you think? This is the crazy Braves fan in me. I I like Darno. I I like him. Overall, I do think that Contreras is the better catcher. Yeah. But I I I love who like the player that Travis Darno has become. He's he's become a lot more clutch. He's defensively very sound. Um just doing great overall. The numbers don't really line up um with my opinion because Contreras is batting 247, 13 home runs, 35 RBIs, right. and 890 OPS. While Dono is batting 263, 11 home runs, 36 RBIs, and a 789 OPS. But I, st- I personally still would select Darno. Just yeah, I, res- I respect your opinion. It's wrong, but I respect it. Um, Wilson Contreras, for me, similar, definitely not on the same level, but a similar situation of, you know, like he's carrying the Cubs right now. He was the last of that 2016 World Series team to still be there. Of that core Baez and Rizzo and Bryant and, you know, he's still getting it done. 274 for a catcher is unbelievable. He's bringing pop. He's got a good OPS. He's the guy for me. But I love Travis Darno. I'm happy either way. Let's move on to the outfit. I feel like this is a little bit easier for me than everything Yeah, this else. one's definitely the – I honestly just like it's, – it's easier, I think, than the Ales outfield. Yeah, I mean, out of all the groups we've talked about so far, this is the easiest one for me besides American League catcher with Kirk. Um. So, Acuna's already in, and the other options are Mookie Betts, Adam Duvall, who's batting 205, <laughs> Starling Marte, and Jot Peterson. For me, Mookie's on there. No, He's having a great doubt. year. 277, 18 home runs, 42 RBIs, 901 OPS. Really, really good. Um, The other one could go in between Starling Marte and Jot, but, again, I love Jot. He did a lot for us. I'm taking Jock here, and I think he deserves it. I don't think it's biased in me. It, he's he's having a great year. He really is. Oh. And you got to think about the ballpark he's playing in. That's not a hitter's ballpark in San mm. Francisco. But he's doing and, it anyway. And to be like to have 17 home runs, 41 RBIs, a, nine, a 909 OPS, batting 274, like he's he, he's the one one player I regret that we didn't re-sign this offseason. Mm. I wish we would have. Yeah, but you got to think. If, let's say we re-signed him. We might not be seeing Michael Harris the way we're seeing him. That's very true, too. So, I, I don't know. I'm not too upset. I will say, I love Adam Duvall. He's done a lot for the Braves. How he made the second phase baffles me just a little bit. It does. It does. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, what 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 do we say? We're we are guilty of this. This is our very fault, much so. fans. Very much so. I mean, you got guys like Brian Reynolds. You got I mean, so many amazing players that are left off of this list because we were just too obnoxious as Braves fans. But you know what? That's the way it is. We love our team. I will never apologize for loving Atlanta. So, no. DH National League. It's, Kind of a new thing, whatever. Another Brave. Wilson's little brother. Wilson's better William. little brother. William. Yep. 
267, 10 home runs, 21 RBIs, 905 OPS. Keep in mind, he does not play every day. He's yeah. a backup catcher doing these, putting up these numbers. He'll, he'll DH. He DHs more than he catches. Yeah. Anyways. There's, they're kind of platooning him and uh, Darno right now. And yeah. Like platooning the uh, DH between him and Azuna now that Rosario's back. Right. Anyways, he's having a great year. He's looking really good. He's young. Very excited. But there is one guy that I don't like, but I'm also very sad we don't get to watch for the rest of the season. That's Bryce Harper. It's kind of upsetting knowing that he's 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 out for the rest of the year, most likely. You know, he hurt his hand, got hit by pitch. I feel like it's always something with him, but he was batting 318 with 15 home runs, 48 RPIs. RBIs and 984 OPS. I mean, for me, this is again a no-brainer. I love Contreras, but Harper has been so good, so good. Um, ben, what do you think here, man? Do you think Harper's the move, or you gonna let your bias get ahead of you? Okay, I was. I'm. I will explain why I'm choosing Contreras over Harper, and it's it honestly is solely because Harper is injured. If Harper was healthy, I'd choose him. If Harper was going to play the rest of the season, I'd choose him. Okay. Because he's injured, I, I'm I'm sticking with the man that's – I'm sticking with the selection that I actually can play. But you don't think that – so you think just because he got hurt, Harper shouldn't have an extra all-star selection on his resume when he's trying to get in the Hall of Fame? I still think he'd get the selection. I know, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, no, I know what you're saying. Instead of being a five-time All-Star, you don't you don't think he should be a six? Does that make sense? Don't you mean instead of a six-time All-Star, you think I think he should be a five? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's yeah. already been an All-Star game more than that. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know. But I'm sticking to my guns on this one. Okay, I respect it. Anyways, that's going to wrap us up for this baseball episode. Um, once the All-Star game's over, we're going to do some All-Star game content, right? Who knows? We might live stream us watching the Home Run Derby. I thought like that'd be kind of fun. Anyways, we will get back to more updates, more who's playing good, who's not, more stuff like that. We got a couple other ideas that we're going to do. But for now, we're going to sit the All-Star game content. But there will be an ETC episode that we are recording tonight, so be on the lookout for that. We have no idea what we're going to talk about. But that's more fun anyways. So thank you for listening, and we'll get back with you guys later. Thank you, all